This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Recently, the media world was caught a bit off guard by word that U.S. cable giant Comcast was going to put in a bid to purchase British broadcaster Sky. But what makes this interesting is that one of Comcast's rivals, Fox, already owns a portion of Sky and was trying to buy out the remaining part of the company that it didn't already own. So it appears with many American consumers pulling the plug on the cable industry, the companies like Comcast are starting to look overseas for new customers. With more on that story, we welcome in Himan Bargaba, who is a chair in technology management at the University of California at Davis. And also with us is uh, Randall Smith, who's chair of business journalism at the University of Missouri. Himan, Randall, great to have you both with us. Thank you both. Yeah, good morning. Thank man. you. So uh, I guess how much of surprise was there, Randall, in your mind of Comcast making a move like this? I was not surprised at all. I think that uh, Sky is such a major asset that uh, Comcast really, uh, particularly after they uh, their their chairman Brian Roberts was introduced to their uh, their interface system when he was on a trip uh, to London, that uh, it's something they had to do if they wanted to grow because the problem is is that uh, is that growth has been relatively slow here in the U.S. And uh, they need to seek uh, new ground uh, to increase their uh, their profitability. Hey, Matt, what was your reaction? And also, what makes Sky such an attractive piece potentially for you? Okay, so, you know, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the whole thing with all the big merger action we're seeing in the last two or three years. But, you know, I think as an academic, I turned to thinking about a framework for thinking about these issues. And... I think the framework is, is really this, these three layers in the value flow uh, in this industry, the content, the packaging or bundling of it, and then the delivery. And what is interesting about Sky, and in the U.S., we have seen power shift between these three layers very substantially and more lately towards the content side, and you have a primarily delivery firm like Comcast. And what is really interesting about Sky in Europe is that they actually operate across all three layers. So they own or produce original content, have, have rights to live sports. They are involved in packaging and bundling and pricing it to consumers. And they also deliver through satellite and so forth. So I think that's something that would be of interest uh, to Comcast simply f- from the European perspective. And it's, it is about growth slowing in the U.S., but it's really about the shift in power and the shift in market boundaries and the arrival of all these new competitors that can challenge Comcast on packaging and bundling, which is something they also do. So, Randall, are, are, what, is, what is the process that they would have to go through to acquire Sky? I, I would imagine they would be dealing with the various regulatory hurdles over in Europe uh, but, uh, but then my question is, with the fact that the U.K. is going through the process of a Brexit right now, does that change a potential purchase of Sky by Comcast? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, the, 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 the Murdoch is the one that's uh, got the regulators on his heels, um, and uh, they've already told him that they don't like uh, his idea of purchasing Sky. They think he's 
got too much influence in the media. And I think that uh, Comcast, which, you know, this would be their first foray really into uh, Europe, uh, I think that they're, they would probably have smoother sailing uh, as, far, as far as this goes. I think it's a, it's a, it's a pretty good opportunity. But I, I wouldn't, I don't think, I wouldn't count Murdoch out. I think he, you know, with the blessing of Disney, obviously, uh, yeah. will probably make some sort of uh, additional bid uh, for for a Sky, and I, um, you know, I, I think Sky uh, uh, is a is a great asset. But I also think that one of its weaknesses, and this is something Comcast is going to have to explain to their shareholders, that they're a satellite service, which is something that's been dying off here in America. Um, and uh, you know, they need to. You know, sure, they have a lot of valuable content and so forth and so on, and great distribution. But I, you know, I sort of feel like that they're that they're in the midst of this, you know, delivery issue. And I think Comcast could bring a lot to that because they're, you know, the number one leader in that in the United States. Which means that that there would be a, a lot of, from the technical side, a lot of change going forward about what Sky is and how they would be delivering their product, right, Randall? Yes, exactly. They have to. Uh, I think Sky, uh, that's their, the, biggest, uh, the biggest weakness uh, of Sky right now, and it's being overlooked by all of this uh, hubbub about, you know, all of Sky's many, many strengths. So, yeah, I think that uh, I think Comcast would be a, a beautiful match for them. But, of course, Disney uh, wants them to because Disney uh, has seen its growth uh, slow. Uh, they're starting to really want to uh, they with to strengthen their their offerings. Uh, they've been taking their uh, Disney movies, etc., yeah. off of Netflix, etc., and they're getting ready to to uh, launch a a major content uh, streaming effort beyond what they already do. Well, hey, Mod, give us your side from the technology side about what what could all be entailed in this type of a move. Yeah, so. I think with Disney and Fox merging, if they do get approved, they become a content powerhouse. And often these battles across the three layers of the you know value system, they they lead into these so-called carriage fee disputes, where the firms that own or bring the content um, are unable to negotiate a good price with the delivery firms, such as Comcast. And as Disney and Fox become more of a content powerhouse, I think their ability to fight these carriage uh, battles increases. And usually what happens when these disputes occur is that the firm that is facing the customer, which is the delivery firm, is really the one that um, held hostage, right? Because customers start complaining when content gets pulled off the air. So my feeling is, um, you know, Com- that, that's something Comcast should be looking you know, ahead, and realizing that it cannot let Disney and Fox become so powerful that it can be held hostage more often in carriage disputes. And that may be part of going after Sky in Europe. It may also mean that it expands into a broader effort to get uh, parts of Fox. So I think it's, again, from the technological perspective, it's the fact that this you know, shift in market power towards content firms. I mean, 20, 30 years ago, cable firms, uh, I mean, cable TV channels had to pay companies like Comcast to take their content to consumers. And that has really shifted, I mean, turned around. And 
making the Comcast-type uh, firms more vulnerable. But Randall, outside uh, of what Rupert Murdoch had talked about uh, with uh, trying to buy up the remaining piece of of Sky, what were there any serious bidders up until this point for that remaining piece? Well, it's a, it's a big piece. It's 61%. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's my opinion, you know, Sky's uh, stock had been – uh, falling uh, before all this stuff started happening, um, uh, simply for the reasons I've already talked about, um, and uh, and it's you know it's it's right now I just see it's a battle between these two American companies. Um, there haven't been uh, any. There's not been any major uh, attempt to buy this 61 percent share. Okay. Uh, you know. 844-942-7866 is the number if you would like to join in with your comments or questions. Uh, we're talking about the potential bid of uh, Comcast for British broadcaster Sky, 844-942-7866. Or if you'd like, send us a comment via Twitter, either at BizRadio111 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. We are joined on the phone by Randall Smith, Chairman of Business Journalism at the University of Missouri, Himab Bargava, Chair in Technology Management at the University of California at Davis. It is interesting, though, in seeing some of the stories uh, over the last few days about this, uh, Hemant, the the articles that are being written overseas about this in the U.K. really touch on Comcast issues in terms of customer service and, I, I guess, to a degree, customer delivery uh, as being a problem. It's almost like they are trying to, to shoot this down a little bit. I'm sorry. What do you mean by that? Shoot, shoot this down. Well, the, it's like the, the uh, it's like the newspapers over there feel like that they're trying to bring forth the idea that it would not be a good idea for Comcast to to uh, to make this acquisition. Uh, well, you know, I thought I, I really don't know enough about the distribution delivery system in in Europe and particularly the UK. Um, I suspect satellite um, you know delivery can carry on. Uh, as you know, delivery is really the bottleneck in part of this industry. It is very hard to get into that business. And uh, I would suspect, you know, improving quality of satellite content is probably easier than improving quality of wired delivery. So I think Comcast acquisition probably would not change things very much as far as delivery is concerned. And so their their customer service in, in the U.S. should probably have no impact at all on how that goes in Europe. Randall? Well, I, I can understand that uh, that uh, the Brits wouldn't want the Yankees to come in and, uh, and uh, run Sky. Um, but I do think that it's important to note that uh, if Comcast wins, uh, they don't uh, – and, and the same is true with Disney. They're going to have to rely on Sky's management and uh, Sky's expertise – to run this organization, uh, because that this is you know this is a new area for them, uh, and they don't have uh, the expertise in doing this. So I I think that while it might be owned uh, by the Americans, I think that um, it'll be locally controlled at least for the for the time being. Right. Ian Whitaker also joining us right now, who's head of European market, uh, I should say European media research and investment bank Liberum Capital Limited. Ian, thank you for a few minutes today. No problem at all. So what's uh, what's been the reaction uh, over there to this potential bid by Comcast to buy Sky? Well, I, 
I mean, it's very, very interesting. I mean, I think it came as a surprise. There's always been some talk that this would, that, that maybe there was another bidder out there and Comcast had been mentioned in the past. Nevertheless, I think most people were concentrating on whether Fox would get approval from the UK regulatory authorities to actually bid for Sky. And then sort of once that bid was complete, then those assets would be transferred across to to Disney. There is some questioning as to I think some people are asking sort of how how sort of how serious is this Comcast bid in the sense that sort of there is a question mark whether Comcast is doing this because it really wants Sky or whether it's using this bid as some sort of negotiating tactic in terms of, of potentially sort of the bid for US media assets, whether those be whether those be the Fox assets or whether there be something else that is actually involved. I think that there's been quite, quite a bit of skepticism about the, the, the story that uh, Comcast CEO was talking about being in the back of a London taxi and, uh, and sort of uh, that's how his interest in Sky was, was ignited. But I, I think from a government standpoint, I, I think actually in some ways this bid will be welcome because... The, the whole Fox bid for, for Sky had caused a few political headaches. Uh, the Murdoch family sort of are, are a bit of a bet noir to the people on the, the sort of more on the left of UK politics. There had been a number of calls by politicians on the, on sort of from the opposition to block this bid, that it would lead to too much concentration uh, of news within the, within the Murdoch uh, family. And so I think if Comcast was to come in, was to take away, was to take Sky, then it would it would sort out sort of a lot of headaches for for many people over here. What is it about Sky? What are the most intriguing pieces of Sky in your mind uh, that that a, that a a broadcast company like Comcast would be very interested in these days, this day and age? Well, well, the thing is, Sky itself doesn't have a huge amount in terms of content. It's been trying to build up its production assets and and so on, but it's not really a content producer what sky would give a a u.s player such as disney such as comcast is it is widespread distribution within europe it is the largest pay tv operator in the uk and ireland so it covers sort of 11 12 million homes which is you know, probably covers around so somewhere around 40 percent of uk households it is the number one pay tv operator in germany although Penetration in Germany is markedly low for a number of reasons. It's the number one pay TV operator in in Italy. It has launched operations on an OTT basis in Spain and sort of has announced in Switzerland as well. So what you would get if if you're Comcast or Disney, your distribution networks in in Europe are quite weak. In fact, that you could argue they're almost non-existent. You know, if you are if you are essentially a, you know, if you're a Comcast, Disney, you've got operations in the U.S., but you don't have sort of much within the European markets. So that, that's what it would give them. It would give them this real sort of, of real presence within Europe. And if you look at what Disney's doing, Disney's talking about increasing its distribution. I mean, this is part of the reason, for example, why it's actually t- said that it will take content off Netflix is that what it wants to do is it wants to go more direct to the consumer and build up that relationship. Having Sky, whoever wins Sky, so the, uh, that will give the winner that distribution network and that distribution power in Europe. And that's, uh, quite frankly, 
it's almost impossible to build that up organically. You have to go and acquire it. One of the things I wanted to touch on with you is also that, that Sky does hold rights uh, over in the U.K. for uh, the English Premier League. And I know that's something that Comcast has done here in the U.S. the last couple of years uh, with its NBC Sports Network. I know that it's a much smaller piece of the entire operation, but how much does that potentially play in, do you think, to any potential merger moving forward in terms of content, uh, at least on that part of it, coming over here to the U.S.? I don't think necessarily a huge amount. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the English Premier League rights, first of all, Sky only owns them for a certain amount of years. The rights themselves, as in the U.S., they sit with the with the main sports body. So, you know, one of the issues that has always driven the Sky share price has been, you know, people asking about well, sort of of how much is Sky going to have to pay for the Premier League rights? Yeah, you know, whether it's going to be big price inflation. The advantage, you know, this last deal, Sky paid less than previously, and that was unexpected. Um, the thing is, though, is that the Premier League, what it does is that it's right to split domestically and internationally. And the Premier League, sort of the feeling is in the future that where it's looking for the growth in its revenue stream is really coming from international rights. So you know, for Comcast, Comcast will have to sort of I'll bid for those Premier League rights respect to whether it is sort of own Sky or not, it would have to, to bid for those Premier League rights, let's say, in the U.S. market, the same as any other bidder. It wouldn't give them an advantage if they own Sky. I, I, so, mentioned, I mentioned this, sorry, Ian, I mentioned this with, with our other guests earlier, but I get your uh, thoughts on it as well, is are there, uh, what level of regulatory hurdles would Comcast have to clear in order to be able to get this type of a deal done? Uh, it, it would be very few, certainly a lot lower than than uh, Fox, because the, the issue there with Fox is that the Murdoch family also have stake in News Corp, and News Corp owns sort of some of the major newspapers in the UK market. So from a regulatory standpoint, Comcast does have assets here, but all it's doing is essentially selling its content right. into the U- UK market. It has nothing in terms of news. So there wouldn't be any sort of issues around the, the, the news side, side there. If, from a political angle... Comcast is nowhere near as controversial as Fox. And indeed, if you look at the statement, Comcast has been talking about all the commitment that it would have to the UK post the Sky deal. So the, burdle, the, the, the hurdles would be a lot lower. And as I said before, I think from a government standpoint, yeah, this, would, uh, this would clear a lot of problems for them. So, Randall, hearing all of that, what is your expectation on how you think this will play out uh, in the next several weeks? Well, I mean, there's several things that can happen. Um, one, of course, uh, Fox, with the blessing of uh, Disney, could make a larger offer. Um, I also think there's some things that could go on behind the scenes. Um, there's assets out there that could be traded amongst the companies. Probably the largest one that's being talked about right now is Hulu. Comcast owns 30%, Disney owns 30%, and Murdoch owns 30% of that, and the other 10% is owned by AOL. So uh, there may be some trading with that to give someone a majority uh, ownership of that, and that has a uh, uh, billion dollars in revenue each year, and, and it's uh, continuing to grow. Um, so I think that there's going to be uh, some things uh, that could happen behind the scenes, some horse trading uh, between all three. And uh, I think, that's, 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 I think all, all options are on the table. John, uh, hey, Matt, what's your uh, thoughts? I think Ian makes a good point about uh, Hulu. Um, 
running a content, uh, you know, bundle such as Hulu, which is owned by multiple competitors that are otherwise uh, competing fiercely. I think they've succeeded in getting, you know, the $1 million in revenue per year, but Netflix is over $10 billion in revenue per year. So I think it would actually be better for everybody for Hulu to eventually become a major owned by a single firm rather than run in this manner. Um, I would suspect Disney will make at least a higher bid, but like Ian said, they, uh, you know, given Murdoch's uh, role in all of this, it may actually be easier for Comcast to acquire Sky. And in that case, I think um, the trading of other assets may be part of that whole agreement that works out. Great having you all with us today. Uh, Ian, thank you for your insight from overseas. Thank you very much. Uh, Hamont, thank you as well. Randall, thank you as well. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Hamon Bargava of the University of California at Davis. Randall Smith, who is the chair of business journalism at the University of Missouri. And also joining us uh, from overseas, Ian Whitaker, head of European Media Research and Investment Bank, Liberium Capital Limited. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.